0: Hello, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the May 19th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at 1113 to 1116 of the Catechism. Article 2 The Paschal Mystery in the Church's Sacraments. 1113 The whole liturgical life of the Church revolves around the Eucharistic sacrifice and the sacraments. There are seven sacraments in the Church, baptism, confirmation or chrismation, Eucharist, penance, anointing of the sick, holy orders and matrimony. This article will discuss what is common to the Church's seven sacraments from a doctrinal point of view. What is common to them in terms of their celebration will be presented in the second chapter. And what is distinctive about each will be the topic of section 2. 1. The Sacraments of Christ 11.14 Adhering to the teaching of the Holy Scriptures, to the apostolic traditions and to the consensus of the Fathers, we profess that the Sacraments of the New Law were all instituted by Jesus Christ our Lord. 11.15 Jesus' words and actions during his hidden life and public ministry were already salvific, for they anticipated the power of his paschal mystery. They announced and prepared what he was going to give the church when all was accomplished. The mysteries of Christ's life are the foundations of what he would henceforth dispense in the sacrament through the ministers of his church. For what was visible in our Saviour has passed over into his mysteries. 11.16 Sacraments are power that comes forth from the body of Christ, which is ever-living and life-giving. They are actions of the Holy Spirit at work in his body, the Church. They are the masterworks of God in the new and everlasting covenant. Okay, very well. So we have this uh, introductory section today, and it um, starts off by explaining that we're going to look at what is common to the sacraments on a dogmatic level, on the level of teaching. Uh, first of all, that's what we're doing in this section. And then we'll move on to what is common to them in terms of their celebration. And then finally, in the, a different part uh, of the section of the Catechism, they'll look at each sacrament individually. But really, um, I think I said before this 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 first section, that seeing what they have done, uh, what is common to all the sacraments, is uh, again, in my opinion, the the best part of the catechism. It's a very beautiful uh, section on sacramental theology, and um, I suppose uh, from what we read today, I think okay, the sacraments were instituted by Christ. This is uh, important to to realize that um, Jesus instituted the sacraments, they come from him. They're not invented by the church. It's not that the church invented, I don't know, uh, baptism or uh, confession or something after Jesus. Yes, it took the church a while to understand what she had. It took the church a while to understand what Christ had given her. But through the Holy Spirit, by the action of the Holy Spirit, the Church was able to discern. This is the role of the Holy Spirit in the Church. This is part of what it is to be Catholic, is to believe that the Holy Spirit helps the Church. Things don't just happen by chance or it's not just a random coincidence. This is a very Marxist view of history. The Marxist view of history is that stuff happens and everything is to do with... um, with uh, the, the clash of uh, the different socio-economic clash, cl- um, this, these wars that they have. these uh, The bourgeois against the petty bourgeois, against the poor, against these, against the others. And that this struggle, Marxist struggle, always, this is not the Christian view of history. The Christian view of history is that the Holy Spirit is in the church. The Holy Spirit leads the church. The Holy Spirit helps the church go forward. And in this sense, the Church, okay, took some time to understand what the seven sacraments were. I mean, again, the word seven sacraments, if you had gone to St. Peter and asked him, what are the seven sacraments? He'd have said the seven what? He wouldn't even have understood the word. But reflecting on the deposit that was left to the Church, by the aid and by the grace of the Holy Spirit, the Church gradually came to this realisation of what she'd been given you know it's something that was given but she didn't know she had it you know it takes time sometimes that uh, you know a child can be uh, a child is created at the moment of conception but maybe it takes the parents a while to realize that the mother is pregnant you know she can be pregnant for a while and she doesn't realize and the same thing the church had these sacraments for a while for a time uh, without really understanding very much what what they were again the church was doing them The church was, um, you know, was celebrating the Eucharist, was celebrating baptism, was uh, giving people the Holy Spirit, was ordaining uh, bishops and priests and deacons. I mean, and people were getting married in Christ. So in a sense, the sacraments were being done, but they didn't quite understand what they were. And so this is what it took some time to understand. And then the fact that everything that Jesus did on earth is a foundation for the sacraments. That everything that he did feeds into the sacraments. And we have this beautiful, beautiful phrase of Leo the Great. Leo the Great is uh, one of the, the, the greatest popes preaching in the 5th century. He said, What was visible in the Saviour has passed over into his mysteries. That This is uh, one of the, the most famous definitions of liturgy. What was visible in the Saviour has passed over into his mysteries. might also be translated as his, his liturgy. Everything that was visible in Christ is now present in the liturgy. And this is for people who say, if I had been alive when Jesus was on earth. Well, you are alive when Jesus is on earth. And Jesus is to be found in the church's liturgy. And this is something we need to appreciate. And we say, oh, I have difficulty. It would have been much easier if Jesus had been there and I'd been there at the Sermon on the Mount. I mean, Many people went to the Sermon on the Mount and I'm sure they understood nothing. Many people, Jesus has to get angry with the people. That they see the, the multiplication of the loaves. And all they're uh, impressed with is that they got a nice lunch. They're not worried about the spiritual content at all. They don't even notice the spiritual content. And this is something we need to to concentrate on, the fact that Christ is present in the liturgy, in his mysteries, in the liturgy, Christ is present. And this is uh, really the source of all the treasures of the church, that Jesus Christ is present in his church, Jesus Christ is present in her liturgy, In just as real a way as he was present in the time of his incarnation. That the fact that you are 2,000 years removed from the birth of Christ. Yes, we are historically removed. But Christ is present, even historically, in the sacraments. In the liturgy of the church. In the mysteries. As St. Leo says, that he is really there. And really active. And yes, we'll see later on with the Eucharist how Christ is truly present in the Blessed Sacrament. Definitely. But in all of the liturgy, he's really there. He is really present in the liturgy. This is why the liturgy of the Church is so important. It's not an optional extra. It's not something that's added on. It's not something that maybe some people can have and other people don't. Or that some Protestant groups don't have any liturgy whatsoever, basically. And shall look, God bless them, it's all the same. No, it's not all the same. It's a tragedy that they don't have liturgy. It's a tragedy that they don't have uh, many of the sacraments. These things are um, an unmitigated disaster for some Christian groups. And we hope that little by little they can rediscover the Catholic Church, little by little they can rediscover what the sacraments are, little by little they can rediscover this presence of Christ. That everything that was visible in Christ, everything that you would have seen had you been at the Sermon on the Mount, everything that you would have seen had you been on Golgotha, Everything that you would have seen had you visited the empty tomb. Everything that is in Jesus has passed over into his liturgy. So very well. So tomorrow we're going to continue. And tomorrow we'll have 11.17 to 11.21. God bless.